0: they play a team but you're not sure if you have the right people or if they are in the right seats look i'm going to show you a tool that you can implement right now to analyze this and to make sure that you get the right people they are in the right seats and make sure that they take stuff off your plates so you're getting out of the operations and scale your business and work more on the business instead
1: welcome to a new episode of the consistent performance podcast Being successful as an agency owner or online entrepreneur is not just about accumulating more and more information, but it's about better implementation and execution. Because when you're able to be truly consistent with the right habits and actions, both in your business as well as your life in general, that's when the magic happens. That's why on this podcast, we give you the right strategies and frameworks for you to be able to achieve consistent energy and consistent performance so that you're able to grow your business the most efficient and effective way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. I'm your host, Killian Markert. Let's get started.
0: What's going on? This is Killian, and today we're going to dive into what is called the People Analyzer Tool. This is actually also from the book Traction by Gino Wickman, and it's a super nice tool you can use for yourself to analyze your team and make sure that everybody's in the right seats and you have the right people. Okay, this is the template. You basically want to clarify if they have the right people in place or not and sort out non-fits, okay? And the first step you're going to do is... You put the name of the people that you have on your team right now here on the left. And then what you should be doing is you list your core values on the top. If you don't have that defined, check out our episode on how to revamp the values of your business. This is basically the expectations and the behaviors you expect from your team members. So examples could be full ownership of tasks, uh, being transparent and honest, customer-centric approach. Uh, showing innovation and creativity. Another one that's more specific would be take massive action, acting fast and making sure, for example, constant improvement, highest standards, the way they do their work. Think of values that show specific examples of their day-to-day work. For example, if you say my value is full ownership, the question could be, do our team members take full responsibility of their tasks and solve problems by themselves? right if yes then they live in line with this value if not and then you simply rate this with a plus plus minus or a minus so plus is like yeah they most of the time always live in line with this value plus minus is like yeah sometimes yes sometimes no and minus is more they don't usually show a sign of this value as you can see here we have some examples this guy this this person here is always in living in line with all values super good this guy sometimes and this person here, would there's two already which they're not living in line with. And that's a very bad sign. Because you need to define, okay, what is it what you accept? And uh, we recommend that you never have one or more minuses. That's super important. You need to have a conversation about this if they don't live in line with the standards and values you expect. So what do you do if someone is below the bar after they've done this analysis? You give them a chance to better their performance. you have a conversation about it. But then you use the 30 strike rule discuss it once give them 30 days to correct if there's no uh, improvement discuss the performance again tell them it's the the final chance and if there's no improvement they have to go so how can you get started with that first of all you need to be clear on the values in your leadership team check out the video and the other episode we made on this then you analyze each other with that tool this validate also if you're Good in these core values, if you're all weak in one value, you should question if that's a value you truly have or if there's a reason or something that you need to improve to make sure this value is in place more. Same thing with the leadership team. If they are below the bar, same rule applies. You all need to level up in the team, especially you as the owner or leader, you need to take ownership and actually live these values because if you expect it from others but don't do it yourself, obviously it's not a culture then taking place in your company. And then you discuss these and share these results in one-on-one sessions. And then you go over that with all team members in the quarterly performance reviews, okay? And let them analyze you as well. That is also a super interesting tool to get feedback yourself. So we have all of this here inside this template, but there's a second part of it. And it's the get it wanted capacity to do it analyzer. So basically what this does is, We now know, you know, the values of the person, but we also want to understand, do they get it, do they want it, and do they have the capacity to do their role correctly? So get it means, do they understand the role, the culture, the systems, the pace? So it's everything about what is required in the role that they're in. Do they understand it? Do they get it? You know, Do they basically have everything in place for the clarity to know what the role entails? Do they get it? You know, what's expected of them, what they have to do, what the tasks are, what the role entails and so on. Then the second one is, do they want it? So you can know and have clarity what is required, right? But do they want to do it? Is there this motivation behind it? Do they like doing the job? And then the third one is about skill. So it's mental, time, physical, emotional capacity to do the job well. It's a time question. It's a skill question because you can really understand and have full clarity on what's required. Then you can like the job. But if you don't have the time or you don't have the skill or the training, it's also you have no capacity to do it. Right. So these are three different, very important. Do they get it? Do they want it? And what you here do is you just say yes or no. Yes or no. So you have the values plus minus and then you do this here. Yes or no. Short break, don't worry guys, it's gonna continue as usual just in a second. If you have already liked and enjoyed the podcast up to this point, then my only ask from you would be to give it a five-star rating so that we can draw more people to this podcast and have more people enjoy the value in it. Thank you so much. And that way, so that is an easy way to analyze if you have the right people in the right seats. And then from there, you can fill all of this out in this template here, the name, the values, get it wanted, yes or no. And then from there, you then go ahead, see what the people are, where they are at. If you have too many no's, then they are in the wrong seat. Same thing with the minuses here. Then you need to either see, do I need to improve something in the way I'm training them? Or is it a question here of more motivation or a question of skill? Right. So some of these things are your job to improve the clarity, the documentations. Some of it is a training question. Some of it is a skill and development question, as well as internal and external motivation. Once you've done this, you can put in here the team members in the files, their position, if you've done the review and any comments on this. And that way you have a nice overview and you could do this, you know, every quarter to see if everybody's in the right fit, everything is going well. And you have a nice tool to analyze the people on your team. The final thing I want to show you here is another thing that's important for the clarity, which is the accountability chart. It's basically a tool like this here that you can use to make sure, okay, who's responsible for what in the company. Okay. And so usually there are three major functions, any business, sales, marketing, operations, and finance. Finance depends on your business. If you need a big section for it, usually the CEO is doing that at the beginning as well, but sales and marketing and operations are the two big ones. And then you need to make sure that there's always one person responsible for it. You, on top of that, there's two roles that are interesting to think about. There's usually integrators. These are people which are good at day-to-day issues, at the operational stuff. They are the glue that hold the companies to, together. So these are like the traits of integrators. And then there are visionaries. And visionaries are usually the founders, the people that really are good at, you know, they are problem solving, they're good at creative solutions and so on. Okay, and usually this is a very good combination to have a visionary and to have an integrator. So if you are the only founder of your business, ask yourself, are you more of an integrator? We have the trades here. You see yourself in that. Or are you more of a visionary? Do you see yourself more in that? You know, this is one who has more ideas every week and so on. So if you're one of them and you have a co-founder, ideally the other person would be the opposite. So if you're more the visionary, have always new ideas and think big, then the other guy there should be an integrator who helps you with the day-to-day operations more and the operation side of things. Or you just simply do it like this that you say, okay, we have a visionary and the visionary is the one who's uh, responsible for new ideas, more like the CEO. And then you hire an integrator and that integrator is responsible for the operations finance and then sales and marketing can be split up. All right. So there's like different ways of setting it up depending on how big your team is, if you're one or two founders. But the key takeaway is that make sure you have one integrator and one visionary on the team to make sure stuff gets done. And then make sure that there's always one responsible for every area in your business, that the clear responsibilities are assigned and set up an accountability chart. And that accountability chart makes sure when new people come on board, they directly see, okay, cool, this person is responsible for that. And it's easier to understand or also how um, the people on the team are connected to each other. All right. This wraps up the short tool, our people analyzer tool to help you understand if you have the right people in the right seats. And I'm curious, what is it for you that you do to make sure that you have the right people in the right seats? and that you, they live in line with the company values that you have. If you want more help with leading your team better, making your processes and your execution more efficient, so you can scale your business to over hundred K per month and cutting the time and operations in half, then schedule a call by going to killianmarket.com, apply for your free consultation, call with me, and then we come up with a game plan to help you out with that.
1: Did you like this episode and want to learn more? Check out the show notes. In there, you'll find all the links and resources from this episode. But remember, only listening to the podcast will not change much unless you start implementing and executing on what you have learned consistently. Would you like to know if we might be able to help you take your performance to the next level? Then go to killianmarket.com and apply for your free consultation call. On this call, we'll help you come up with a performance game plan to level up your daily productivity and energy and grow your business the most efficient way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. Head over to KillianMarket.com and apply for your call.